Hey everyone, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Breaking into Cybersecurity. Um, and today we have a very special guest, um, Andrea. <clears throat> Andrea's background is that she was initially in realty and now she is in cybersecurity. Um, oh, there she is, she popped in backstage. So let's bring her on. Hi everyone. Hey Andrea, how are you doing today? I am very well. How about yourself? Perfect, perfect. Well, I just wanted to for you to give your story uh, to the audience, maybe share a little bit about your background, um, where what you were doing before, and then um, what happened. How did you get the cybersecurity bug? Of course, of course. Well, um, very excited to share this with everyone because it's been it's been a um, learning experience but a very fun one so i used to be a realtor and as you guys may know in alberta we had a little bit of a downturn and i decided that i wanted to be in tech and i looked at a couple careers and cybersecurity one was one of those and it caught my eye because it connected so many things it connected technology it connected business risk it connected um, people, to me, it seemed logical to um, move into cybersecurity simply because it would become a need for everyone. Business, uh, even as a person, right? We need to protect our data. We even need to be thinking about what passwords we're using for Facebook because Facebook might get hacked, right? And if we're using that same password, then our banking might get hacked, right? Mm -hmm. um, so anyways, so I enrolled, I left real estate, took a full-time job. So I could go to school at night, did a course um, aligned with the CISSP mm -hmm. that did have some technical um, aspects to it, but also focused on the business side of things, right? And understanding cybersecurity from a business point of view, not only from the technical or the cyber attack point of view. Right. So why is it why would it make sense for companies to implement cybersecurity into their um, budget, not only to avoid that breach, but the benefits from that? So anyways, mm -hmm. I took this course. Um, it's a route that you need to be very motivated because mm -hmm. if you don't have any technical background, um, it will take you four years to acquire that certification. But you, you know, they said, take it, learn about it. I went in, fell in love with um, our emerging industry, did not know a lot about it. And then I graduated about a year later and found a job, not again on the technical aspect of things and with no experience. I had to be willing to also maybe wear many hats, work for a smaller company, of course, and start building a career, you know, the foundation of my career. And here we are. Two years later, I graduated in June 2020, got my first job in the industry by October, and I'm on my second um, role with a new company, but um, loving it, yeah. Absolutely amazing. So let, let's talk about um, that transition. So um, you found 
all these different transferable skills or areas of, of passion that you liked within cybersecurity, um, you're doing this course at night. Let, let's talk about your transition because oftentimes we hear from individuals that they applied for 200 plus jobs or they had a lot of interviews or what were the struggles that you had um, from your point of view as, as you look to transition over from realty to whatever step you did first before you got to cybersecurity? Let's talk about the transition. So the transition was, I, I think... I think I'd like, I think it'd be a life. I said it was easy, right? It's, it's a transition and it's something that when you decide to career transition into an industry that you have no idea and, and it's also an emerging um, industry's very new topic, you need to be willing to also maybe not be as demanding on yourself, except that you don't know it all ask for help and be willing to maybe take jobs that maybe are not where you were at, at your previous career, right? So you need to be flexible. You mm-hmm. need to be open to working really hard. But some of those, some of those challenges, let me, um, let me talk about them. So I would say having, being told that I did not have the technical experience was a challenge. Not knowing anything about IT was a challenge, 100%. I think most people think, oh, cybersecurity. Do I think if you have the technical aspect, you have way more um, chances to finding a job right away? 100%. Should we all be looking into the technical aspects of things? 100%, right? But it's not going to be a make or break either. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a choice. If you want to understand what you're doing, better sure look at that technical aspect but to me that was a challenge because a lot of people either wanted me to have technical experience and did not understand that there's also a lot of areas where you don't need the technical knowledge where you just need to know how to take the results from those technical um, security tests and explain them in an easy way to a board Mm -hmm. member that doesn't know anything about cybersecurity, right? Yeah. Um, so that was that was a challenge, um, getting people to look at me with no technical experience. But I think as our industry is emerging, people are actually starting to understand that, whoa, there's like, there's also a need to explain this in a non-technical way, right? So one other challenge is um, COVID-19. <laughs> happened so to be honest I am very grateful I am very blessed to um, have a job I will say that one of the challenges is realize that you're going to send 100 applications and you might get 100 no's but then Mm -hmm. when you send that 101 you might get an interview and you might not pass an interview but then you will do more so it's you got to work hard in getting that job, you got to keep connecting with people. You got to network. You got to, I think as long, I think what one of the challenges is, is just showing that, yes, you know what? I don't, I'm new in the industry, but I want to learn. I'm connecting with the right people and finding the right ways to connect with those who are open and want to see new faces in cybersecurity. Right. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Let's dive into uh, those two topics, well, there's two topics that I wanted to pull out. A, 
how did you go about overcoming the the obstacle of your lack of experience in tech and cyber um, mm-hmm. to, sell, to sell your value both to companies mm-hmm. um, as well as feel technically competent yourself and confident in being able, <coughs> excuse me, in being able to be in a role where um, you felt that you felt that yourself that you might not have had the experience that um, you wanted yourself. Um, and then the second part, let's talk about the networking because uh, that that's another passion of mine. Um, so let, let's first tackle the first part: the, the, the challenge of IT and cyber. How did you get that experience? How did you get the knowledge to feel that you were comfortable in those roles that you could sell the value that you had uh, to two companies? Backing myself up with a team of experts. I'm being honest. Um, I'm still learning. I did a lot of laughs on my own time, right? It's it's something that, again, career transitioning means you got to put some effort. You got to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. No one might even look at it, but you're going to feel more comfortable. So I did some um, laughs on my own. And then I ensured that I connected and I worked for someone that was willing to back me up. I also, this is, okay, I want to touch this actually a lot. Make sure that you remember your skills from your previous role because they will connect and they will make you strong. You just sometimes have to look at them and go, okay, so, I mean, I used to be a realtor. What, What does that even have to do with cybersecurity? Wait, actually... Great at connecting with people, great at presenting, great at explaining what are my strengths and how, and my weaknesses, experience. I did not have a lot of knowledge. I even till this day, to be honest, Chris, I'm learning on a daily basis. I'm exhausted because I'm learning 24-7. But if you want to be in technology, you better be willing to be learning 24-7 because everything's, even if we learn it, no one knows it all, right? Persistence, 100%. 100%. And being open, I think I think some of the limitations are in our heads. Like the real limitation is being able to accept that you don't know it, that you're not going to be perfect at it, and the willingness to learn it. And that it you're, you will just keep building as you go. But Absolutely. having that humbleness to say, oh, wow, <laughs> to be honest, I have no idea what I'm doing. But let, do know that I'm going to figure it out, Absolutely. and then have that support behind you. So those are make sure you're make sure you don't forget about those strengths that you did have and that we all have because everyone has strengths, right? And make sure you support yourself with um, laughs or maybe with working with people that are there to um, fill in those weaknesses until you are ready to take those on yourself. Perfect. Um, that helps. Um, yeah, absolutely. So okay. let's touch on some of the comments. One of the comments for those listening, um, Thomas said, persistence is the key to all in IT and being a lifelong learner. I definitely agree with that. Um, one of the other questions that came up, and we could tackle this in a bit, um, also touches on that subject, is what classes, courses, training that did, did you find was the most useful for you? Um, so we could touch on that in a little bit. Then we have Marta um, from the um, Wysis. Uh, she said, yes, lifelong learning is a key. 
Um, Tomas said, exactly, don't be afraid to look things up via Google and other avenues. Exactly, because in your day-to-day role, you can't know everything. But you have to know how to be able to figure out what you're looking for and then be able to research it, find those experts, find other people that can help you with that. Um, Fred says, there's actually a sales component to cybersecurity, especially if you're an auditor. Uh, I wouldn't say just an auditor. Um, He says, it's very hard to sell new ideas to a company that's been doing it the same ways. Um, I I would say sometimes I struggle with selling new ideas to auditors because they're like, this is what you should have. Um, You need to have segregation of duties, but in say DevOps, you don't have segregation of duties. You have automation, yep. you have you have individuals that have more access than security might like, um, but that's just the DevOps approach. Um, so definitely selling is is something. Um, so let, let's talk, talk about the courses that you thought were helpful for you, that you benefited from, um, w- which ones were those? So I, um... I don't have a lot of information um, for you guys on that. I did my, I'm a, I'm a hands-on learner. Um, I did the Mont Royal um, okay. cybersecurity one year course. And that course follows the um, CISSP um, book of their book. Knowledge. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a huge book. Yep. Um, I can tell you that a lot of the courses that I've done are exactly through Google. (laughs) I come up with a topic and YouTube, I find, again, you can't believe everything in the internet either, right? So you got to go into YouTube and you got to assess and you got to do your due diligence on making sure that what you're learning makes sense. But I think I really enjoy the CISSP. The book explained it quite well from the business aspect. Mm-hmm. There is, um, I don't know if you guys know, let me just find it here. Um, there's a website that I just don't have the name on the top of my head that has great labs that I used. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, sci- let me just find it here for you guys. But um, Well, if you can't find it now, we can always post it as a comment later. Um, I will. And then then those can come back and look on um, LinkedIn or YouTube for that comment. Um, One of the the questions uh, or one of the statements um, from some of our guests is, I feel like teaching has a lot of overlap, soft skills, um, retail, and it's very reaffirming to hear from you. Uh, Thank you for speaking. And that's why we do this podcast, so that... Um, our speakers can inspire others. Um, we need diversity of thought. We need diversity of background, diversity of experience to be able to solve some of these tough problems that we have in cybersecurity. Um, when you're looking for your first job in IT, were you looking to be a very specific title that you were applying for, or were you applying for a wide range of experiences where you would get that experience and pro- progress to your dream job? That's a great question. I would go with the second option. Oh, so you're applying um, for a wide breadth of exp- of roles? Um, okay, well, maybe not for a while. I'll tell you guys what I did. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know. Um, again, I'm, I was new in the industry. I didn't even really know where I wanted to go. I took my skills that could get me in the door 
today. So maybe be a combination, a hybrid, right? But I make sure that those skills, when I was talking to my probable employers or companies that I was looking to um, work for, I made sure that I could get to where I thought at that moment I wanted to be. To be mm. honest, today, from when I started, <laughs> that picture has changed, right? But I think, yes, get find, I think when you connect, as in, when you're starting your career, connect, have a conversation with the companies, learn about them, and ask, share who you are, share your skill set, share what you are good at, share that you're willing to start an IT desk support, but also share where you want to go. And then I will say that in today's world, we're sending resumes, still send them, send as many, send 10 a day, but also take the minute to connect with them, with people on a more personal level. I think I, I can tell you guys that I've found a lot of support in our, in our industry. I've never had anyone not want to connect with me for 15 minutes just to talk and give me 15 minutes to learn more about who they were working for, how they got there. And then that's how you start getting your foot in the door. Right. And then they are the first ones to say, you know what? I think, wow, you really, you're really good at talking and you are passionate about cybersecurity. You know what? I see a potential for you. Not now. Let's see where I can get you. Maybe yes. At help desk support. You know what? I could see your career taking off into more of a, explaining to CEOs their business risk, mm -hmm. right? In deliverable mm -hmm. um, aspect of projects, right? So I would say it's a hybrid. Um, but I think connecting with who you want to work with and asking for even five minutes of their time is also, it will do wonders if you're just starting your career. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. So was your approach you found... Um, you're looking potentially on the job board. Um, you found a company that was interesting. You would apply for the role and then reach out to someone at that company. Or did you reach out to someone at that company, talk to them, and then apply for the role? What, what was your approach? <laughs> I did both. Okay. Try both. A-B testing. One <laughs> will work. Right? I, and that's, that's what I mean in, in career transitioning. You've mm -hmm. got to be willing to try. So my, my analogy, and this is in life, if I'm doing things, if I do something 10 times and it's not working, then I go back and I go, How, let's just change something. Maybe it's the time. Maybe I should be talking to them and saying, hey, I'd like to apply for this job. Would you have five minutes to talk to me? And, and do you think I have what it takes? Or, you know, like, what are, what are you guys really looking for? So I can highlight those things. Try both. I think as long as you're doing, again, we go back to persistence. Just don't, I think people get really overwhelmed. I myself got really overwhelmed. And then you start feeling like I don't have the technique. Did I even go into the right industry? I would ask myself after getting no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. um, try both. I think, I think both could work. Um, okay. Just make sure you're doing both. Okay. So <clears throat> let's transition to the next stage of your career. Um, you, you, you got your first cybersecurity job. Um, what are you doing to keep up with the ever um, pacing change of technology and um, being able to deliver excellence? 
Oh, guys, um, I don't know what the exact answer is to that, but I do. I'm surrounded by people that match my values. So I made sure that I chose a company that matches my values, that has a good culture, work culture especially. Mm-hmm. And I think I made sure to um, surround myself with people that, of course, are very knowledgeable, network, and you know, whenever I have, whenever I have questions, which I still have, like Jesus, I have a hundred of them, right? I can go back to my team and ask, and they have the time. Um, you got to keep up with education. That's 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 non-negotiable, I think, in every industry, especially mm-hmm. in tech. But I think you just make sure news, make sure you're staying connected to others in your industry, make sure you're backed, make sure you have someone has your back. I think that's huge. Make sure someone has your back. Make sure someone's going to be there um, that's going to say, I know you're stressed right now. I can help you with this. It might just be one thing or it might just get your motivation off or say, that's normal. You're not supposed to know it all. Make sure you work for the right um, company that matches who you are. Um, Build yourself as a, a support system and try a few different courses. I mean, I think that's a great way to find even what you like as a person. If you're trying a course on learning how to, I don't know, set up a, a network, right? And you're not enjoying that. And then you try something else and you enjoy the other option. I think to me, that's a sign that maybe you should focus on the other option. You'll do better at it because you like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, keep up with the news. Make sure you're surrounded by people that are going to support you that have the experience or that are going to be there when, when you're falling. Cause we're all, we all fall. That's just life multiple yeah. times. We just need to make sure we have others to get us back up and actually educate us through that process. Um, yeah. I'm correct. Right. Ask for help. Absolutely. Um, one of the comments was from several of my connections in infrastructure, uh, InfoSec, they've mentioned the challenges of the roles, burnout, understaff, um, overworked, etc. Can you elaborate on your experiences thus far in cybersecurity? Of course, I, I agree. I think I, my, I myself need to get better at not burning out. But I will tell you one thing, burning out on something that you're passionate about is different than burning out on something that you're not passionate about. Um, I think balance is huge. So I'm, I'm a hard worker. I, by nature, I work really hard. So I've had to learn to acknowledge that you can work really hard, but you're not working smart. So when I, when I'm burnt out, I have learned to say, even though I would like to deliver right now, I need to step out so I can deliver my best. So some of the things that I do is I try to be more aware about, I try to be more aware of when I'm not working smart, when I'm mm-hmm. tired, I need to step out. I go for that walk. I think you also, again, we go back to that humble piece. We can't know it all. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, yes, when you burn out, it's time to take a break and come back. And that is okay. It's okay to not know it all. And it's okay to take a break because learning 
will burn you out. It's just learning is hard, right? It'll get easier as you go. Um, make sure you're drinking your water. Make sure, make sure adding things into your day that help you exactly, right? Water is huge. It's, it's those little habits. Like it's waking up. Make sure you get at least two hours before you go into like your stressful day before work. Make sure you prepare yourself to face the stresses because learning, if if it was easy to learn, we'd all be geniuses, right? Learning, it's not impossible though, right? And it's going to be something we're going to be doing, but you need to make sure that in your day, you put at least 20 minute break, breaks. I'm not going to even go ahead and say nine to five guys, because I don't do nine to five, so I'd be lying to you. Um, But I make sure that I'm building, pre-building, my own support system around my day. That, that's a great point. Um, one of the comments uh, from Christopher Zell is that uh, it could be a grind, but it's a very rewarding field. Um, another one of the comments that I wanted to touch on that you mentioned earlier, finding the right culture uh, to join is important. Your passion is far better in an organization that aligns with it. So when you were in your interviews, how did you find out that this company had the right culture that you were looking for? That's a tough question. Um, I will put everyone, feel free to connect. Um, I'll share everything that I used. It's, I actually got this from YouTube guys, not lying. (laughs) Um, I was really excited to when, when I got the answer, I connected with the company, I connected with the CEO of my current company right now through a contact. So again, the power of networking. When I got the um, invitation to meet, I was over the moon and we all get really happy. And then I myself just go blank, right? Um, But then, you know, prepare, prepare for things. Preparation is key. I went and looked at a few um, interviews in cybersecurity and what questions to ask. And then I looked at this um, video that had nothing to do with cybersecurity, but it said, you know, in an interview, we always think we're being, we're the ones that need to answer questions. Make sure you turn around and you ask something, right? And, and make sure you ask what's going to give you a sense of if you want to work for this person long-term. And if you, I'm not going to say you got to like them personally, but if you see them being of value to your career as well, are they going to be there to support you? And I remember that um, in my interview, with my CEO, it went great. I, of course, I'm working for him, right? Because <laughs> I, I made sure that I could, um, that we could grow together and I could deliver the value that he was looking for. And I said to him, I said, what, what challenges do you see me facing in three months, in six months, and in a year? Because then I can actually know I think, I think we, I think I, at least I could calculate if I was up for the task, for the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, his answers, I mean, I can't even remember them now, but he answered and then he said, but you know what? Don't worry. We're going to be there to support you. You're going to have a team of experts. Some of the challenges that I see is that we're growing quite fast and you're going to be, you know, your things are going to come up that I don't have the answers for, that you don't have the answers for but that we're going to figure out together as a team. And to me, 
that showed his answers. The reason why I asked that, of course, I wanted to see what he had projected for the future, but I also wanted to see what his interest in supporting us, what level of that was and what his problem solving, because not knowing being new in the career, I needed someone that was going to be understandable, right? Mm -hmm. And and ready to get down with me and, and find some answers or patient. So I guess my my um, advice would be make sure you're asking also questions to those companies and make sure that um, those questions give you a sense of would I be happy to work under a very stressful situation with this person or for this person? Absolutely. And we have um, this comment comes from Alejandro. Um, says picking a manager is a much better predictor than actually um, the company, much easier and signal of what growth would be like. Um, absolutely right. Um, and then one of the other comments um, from John Dela Cruz, one of our uh, frequent listeners, um, very insightful listening to someone's journey into the industry, what worked, what didn't work, and sharing that experience is, is, is invaluable. Thank you, Andrea and Chris for this opportunity. Um, as we get to the end of our half hour, I have um, one tough last question for you now. Um, out of everything we've discussed so far, if you had to summarize everything into one piece of sage advice, what would that be for our listeners? Persistence. What about persistence? Persistence and humbleness okay. will get you your first job. Have the humbleness to accept and say, hey, Chris, I don't know it all. And I know I'm new. And I know that you're, you're a company and you need skilled people, but I can assure you that I might not know it all right now, but you will not lack any motivation or effort or persistence on my part to get to where you want me to be. And I then will work with you. And I, you know, it's having, being persistent and knowing that, geez, let's, just even, let's, let's just even go to 500 notes. If you're persistent, you will get a yes. You might just have to find a window a crack, maybe not the door, <laughs> to get in. Um, and the humbleness to accept that we are starting, if you're starting in your career. And yeah, we're learning. And But also have the humbleness to acknowledge where your strengths are and showcase those with humbleness, wow. right? But, but then also, I, I think, to be honest, for me, what has made me successful in this phase of my career and it's at the very early stages um it's the fact that i'm very coachable and i tell that and i say that when i'm being interviewed i don't have the experience but trust me you can coach them and the drive is there i am very coachable i'm always willing i'm actually even going to be coming to you and saying hey chris what can i be what should i focus on this week what can i do better mm -hmm. right um but, and learning, being open, again, persistence. I, I would go with that word. And okay. um, being adaptable and being creative. 
being creative. I think it's another one. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Um, some some might also um, summarize all that as passion as well, have passion for the industry. Um, so again, thank you all very much for joining us live here on LinkedIn, live on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, um, hit the bell to get the notifications for the next time we're on. Those of you that are listening on podcasts, you can find our podcast on all the major, major platforms, share with your friends, your families, so that we can inspire other amazing individuals like Andrea uh, to join this industry and to make it a much better place. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Have a great day. Thank you, everyone. Bye.